Rise and Recover with Nancy and Kathy, speaking about addictions, connecting with communities, and making a difference. We are women in recovery with a desire to bring awareness and healing to recover our world. Hey everybody, Nancy and Kathy here. Welcome to Rise and Recover. So today's episode is about change. The dreaded change Mm. word. I guess today it's better than dreaded. Correct. What is our quote? So our quote for today is change the way you look at things and the things you look at change. That is a quote by Wayne Dyer. Oh, you know, that's one of my favorite quotes of all times. It really is. It's meant so much to me during my uh, last 10 years since I've heard it. Um, and you know what I love about Wayne Dyer, who's no longer with us. He was actually a great teacher of mine. He, um, he passed away a few years ago and, uh, he actually spoke about the fact that he abstained. He stopped drinking. He'd be, he became sober. He said, because he really saw that there was problematic drinking. And look at what he did with his life. Yeah, he's amazing. He helped so many people. He wrote so many books. And um, just through his actions, I I just see so much positive. So that's just a great example. So just putting it out there. I um, really thought that this was a good uh, topic for us because I, I know that there's this term that people hear and I need it, you know, it's, it's true, you know, because the disease of addiction is a killer. Yeah. It is a killer and it kills people more faster now than ever. True. I mean, just because people don't even have a chance. It's such a Russian roulette game out there for people that are addicted to opioids because, uh, you know, they could get some fentanyl and, 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 and it's done. It's so sad. It's like so many people are being taken. But, but the thing is, is change or die. And that sounds so morbid, but because this it's this disease process. And it leads us kind of back into our episode we did before this about choice. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, change is definitely something that um, I like the change or die. I'm not sure if I really uh, lived it um, in the beginning. Change is hard for me. I'm, um, I'm a recovering person who didn't like it. And... Uh, I think it was just, it seemed like so much work and I didn't know if I had the energy to recover and do all that work. I really, I think in the beginning of my recovery, it was just, I was so keeping it simple on just one day at a time, not picking up substances that change was way too much for me. It was just too much. I love what you're saying right now because I feel the same way. I think what was interesting is that I didn't think I had it in me either. I thought that, oh, you know, I'll just do a little bit of this work. I'll, I'll, I, I luckily didn't pick up a day at a time. And I, you know, made the choice of uh, being with people that weren't using substances, all those persons, places, and things I did change early on, um, which helped immensely but I wasn't willing to like, dig myself into some serious action that would you know that would change me that was kind of like shown to me by a 12-step recovery process 
I just wasn't willing to do that. I was like, maybe you all need that, but I can just kind of like, you know, go along my own thing here with uh, just uh, kind of keeping my house clean and, and uh, you know, keeping the job and, and, and doing it one day at a time and asking God for help. But that's all I'm really going to do. I'm yeah. not going to do any more work than that. But I think sometimes talking about like being sober in the beginning and the 12 steps and stuff. I think that change sometimes isn't so um, important in the beginning. I think that in the beginning, the one change is putting down the substance. And I right. think staying focused on that long enough until I think our core or our minds and our being feel safe enough to take on the change. Because I think change can be very um, scary. Uh, in the beginning of recovery. Like I, I remember getting sober and I remember one of the uh, sponsors I had and another woman in the rooms said to me, they wouldn't advise me digging into changing a lot of things until I really had a solid foundation uh, in the program and that I wasn't going to drink over some of these things that I had to change in my life. And I really, I, I, I really heeded that advice because, um, it made sense to me. It made sense to me that you, and I, I think everything on my recovery is a solid foundation from what I learned from people that had more time right. that taught me that lesson. Because some people, I think, attack change so quickly that it frightens them or they see something they don't like and they get depressed and then they drink over it or they use over it. And that's the danger, I think, if that makes any sense. Of course it does. Mm -hmm. It's just because the stability of uh, that early recovery period is just not there. And that's you're right. I remember people telling me, you know, be don't change, you know, don't don't get divorces, don't change where you states, you know, <laughs> stay mm -hmm. put, you know, mm -hmm. and, and do the little changes right now and the repetitive things that create long-term change. So... I was just thinking, like, I was one of these types of personalities. Oh, God, I just would have preferred to just throw the covers over my mm -hmm. head and just withdraw <laughs> from society and withdraw from life. And of uh, Because I was afraid if I committed myself to anything that I, I might fail. And and I think that that was an underlying, you know, concern mm -hmm. of mine. Again, it was just some deep-rooted, uh, like, just self-esteem thing I had that you know just wasn't I was afraid that I I wouldn't succeed at some some type of task that I put myself to so a lot of me not getting involved in early recovery in the process of the 12 steps and 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 all that was because I was afraid I was going to fail so it's just something that I like Marianne Williamson. She has, she coined this beautiful phrase. I'm not going to say the whole thing because it's gorgeous. She says, it's not, it's not our, our, our darkness we fear. It's our light. True. You know, who am I to be beautiful? Mm -hmm. Who am I to be, you know, somebody that can actually be successful? And, and I really can relate to that. Oh, definitely. Wow. That is amazing. Just listening to you say that, because I think that took a really long time for me in recovery to, you know, the self-love part of it. Um, but the change, going back to change, I, you know, I, I really didn't have the opportunity to make a lot of changes back in the early days out of what you just said, based in fear. I was so afraid of making any changes. I, and I think it all came from the reason I drank and drugs. I didn't feel good about myself. 
I didn't think that I had, I was, I, my, you know, oh, my self-worth was in the toilet. I didn't think I could be successful. I didn't think I could make it without the help of my then husband. Uh, so for me, it was just, you know, all right, one thing at a time. Let me just put down the substance. Let me do this because that had to change. I mean, that was one thing I have to say that I had to keep super simple because I was really bad at using. And um, it, that was where I stayed. But oh my God, I was petrified. I was really, I was really afraid. I was too. I, I knew too that the things that I could change by not drinking and not using substances was that I wouldn't get into a car and commit vehicular homicide. Mm -hmm. I, um, I, I would be able to show up a day at a time within my family. Um, but changing just took a long time. I, you know, what's interesting is that the thing is, is that it's just by going through the process, it just felt like walking on glass sometimes because I don't want to, to come face to face, I guess, with, with having to learn a task of something and like just for example in a new job or whatever it's just like I don't know about you but like starting something like that can be so tiring because you have to learn all these new pieces it's very humbling because you know you you don't know everything at all and you make a lot of mistakes you got to ask for a lot of help right. and but I remember just having to continue to show up and go through the process of doing that over and over again and then sooner or later it was like Second nature. True. Yeah, that's really true. And I mean, and change is good. I mean, going, you know, if, we, if we're going to go into early recovery, that's the piece where it's a, what's, where it's a scary thing. And, you know, my recovery was, you know, my, my bottom was, you know, I had a, I had a human life. I had a son and I was really not doing the right thing by him. And if I didn't change, it's like you said, you could have, you know, killed someone in a car. I could have killed my son. I mean, that really, I mean, there's no telling what could have possibly happened. So the change was a, it was a definite change or die moment for me. Today, I find change just as hard as I did then in some instances because I'm a creature of habit and I'm somebody that, um, change when you disrupt and change something on me. I, I needed a, a period of adapting. Does that make sense? Like I, you know, change is still just something that I, I, I do it because I, I, because I love the outcome today. I love the outcome of change. And I think that if we don't change, where are we? You know, but I think it's really interesting because I think change just goes along with like such spiritual principles in many ways. Yeah. It's, it's very paradoxical actually, because I believe that truth and love never change. You know, good never changes. Mm -hmm. I believe those things are constant, constantly in our universe. Mm -hmm. But everything else changes all the time. And what really needs to be changed, like I said in the last episode, is me and my attitudes. True. And I really believe that what I have learned in 12-step recovery is how to change my attitudes. My brain thought patterns needed a lot of restructuring. There was just so much that needed to be restructured. And so you and I, you know, let's say we're over three decades into this now mm -hmm. recovery, 
Um, and I have gone to a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of meetings. And the reason why I do that is to continue to A, keep things fresh, B, be responsible to others, and see, keep my, you know, keep my attitude fresh mm -hmm. and give back. And change is growth, right? I mean, without it, we don't mm -hmm. grow. So um, we, we need to do that. We need to, you know, continue to um, head down a path of, um, like you said, bringing it into a spiritual place and knowing that, I don't know, I think that it, you mentioned the story about the caterpillar and the butterfly, you know, uh, right? I mean, do it's tell. A, it's a beautiful story, really. I mean, it's something that everybody in the world should hear because it's so true when the caterpillar is just struggling and, and trying so hard to get out of that little cocoon there, you know, and, and it's, and it's struggling and it's in pain and it's not happy. And, you know, cause that's what <laughs> that happens. caterpillar is not happy. He's Kathy. not happy. <laughs> right. And sure enough though, once he, you know, once it happens, he's a beautiful butterfly and that's what it is, I guess. That's what change is. It's this like, yucky period of like, Oh my gosh, there's all this kind of feeling and emotion and you're not really sure. And then you get to that place and you go, wow, you can actually look back and go, this has been a gift. This, look at, look at me now. Right. Right. And, and what's so incredible is it's such, if nothing else, anybody out there feeling like they're struggling with their emotion, not knowing what to do with it, just no, because I've gone through this time and time again, that you can get through it. Anybody that thinks that, you know, they can't get through it without a substance. No, no, it's just allow for the feeling. Right. It's an emotion. Think of that word. Let's break it down. Emotion. Emotion. Energy in motion. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to flow just like a tide. You know, you'll have to let it move, move through you. Yeah energy right yeah i like that oh yeah i know I, it's I like, like that. everything's so spiritual it's so true you know so so if nothing changes nothing changes i heard somebody say that today mm -hmm. and it just made me say ah oh, that's so true isn't it <laughs> and you know i could sit and and just stew in my feelings and my thoughts, but if I don't move move a muscle, I can't change a thought. That's true. I mean, mm -hmm. I remember in early sobriety, I was told, call somebody, call somebody mm -hmm. every day, reach out and use the phone numbers of people and call them, call them every day. And I was like, well, if I don't feel like it that day, do I really need to? And they're like, yeah, yeah because it's like push-ups, right. man, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. You got to do the push-ups and like maybe mm -hmm. you can only do two at the beginning. But if you keep doing them day by day, you'll get up to 15 and right. it won't be so hard. So it's, yeah, move a muscle, change a thought. Yeah, I love that. Mm, I do it's too. a great topic. Can I say one more thing about, you know, so let's bring this to the community. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and our community needs a lot of healing around addiction. Again, there is just too many people out there that are dying and affected by addiction and mental health right now during these days. And, and we really, really need to come together and help each other to change. And it's going to require a lot of action on our part, each and every one of us. 
move a muscle and change the world. Yeah. Oh my God, I like that. You like that? Yeah, I that just came good. up with it. That was really good. <laughs> that and that is be the change you wish to see in the world. Yeah. Right? Oh, I love that. I have that taped to my computer I love at it. work. Yes, I love that quote. And let's not forget that the oak tree starts as a seed. Right? That's and, true. And it needs no help from us. No. But, mm -hmm. but we do need to do our part because as humans, we have that wonderful capacity mm -hmm. to create change through our choices each and every day. True. And we have to plant that seed. Let's right. plant Let's it. Let's plant it. I love it. Thanks. Thank you for joining us on Rise and Recover which is brought to you by Alumni in Recovery, local people speaking about addiction, connecting communities, helping others save lives, and making a difference together. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or go to our website, www.alumniinrecovery.org. Big thanks to Michael Venus for our music.